Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope. We're back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, whatever part of the day it is for y'all. A little windy here, so hopefully for those of y'all that actually want to hear what I have to say, y'all can still hear over the wind. We're going to take one of our little walks down the road. Nobody is out and about with us yet. We'll see if that changes. I think everybody's kind of... Oh, here comes one puppy dog. Yes, there we go. But she's not real sure if she's going to actually come walk. You may hear in the background our Tom has started to gobble and fan out a little. So every once in a while, he'll sound off. Yes, there you go. All right. So... Uh, thank you all for joining me, as always, folks. I always feel like I need to say that just to make sure you all know that I do appreciate your time. And for those of you all that continue to share podcasts, had a pretty good week recently. So I sure do appreciate you all continuing to share it and spread the word. We're going to cover a couple different things today. Um, one I have covered before, but as I often say I've covered it in a little different light so we're gonna do that but it's so important to go over this stuff again and again so that we know it it's like in the Marine Corps which I've often said before they teach muscle memory so you do this task over and over and over again to the point it just drives you almost crazy you do it so many times which may be the point (laughs) but when you do it this many times then when a situation is really stressful or when something's something is really going wrong you're still able to complete the task because you've gotten so used to doing it that your body just kind of kicks in muscle memory and we need that with our historical relationship today with God and Jesus Christ in America because almost everywhere you go here, here's one example I was doing a little I guess if you want to call it show prep earlier. And I was looking for a particular quote by a particular man. And I looked up online and I just couldn't find it. And this is a little bit cynical of me, but maybe I shouldn't be using Google as a search engine. I don't know. They're a little bit tainted. But that's kind of the point. You go out and you look for these bits of information. And what it was is I was looking for the <clears throat> the man, a quote by the man who actually gave the final wording for the First Amendment, uh, for at least the, the freedom of religion part of the First Amendment. And I couldn't find it. Again and again and again, when I typed it in, it came to James Madison, which makes sense, father of the Bill of Rights. But there was no mention at all of this person. And it took me not a long time, but a little bit to finally dig up this man's name, who's Fisher Ames, by the way, and his quote. And that's part of the problem today, folks, is we've forgotten all this, and there's a bunch of people out there that don't want us to remember it. And so we need to go back through it again and again. But I'm going to start off with a quote that I have not used on the show before because it's one that I just stumbled across. And I'd be interested to see those of y'all that listen to the show that we're around at this point and politically aware at this point. How many of y'all remember this? 
or even knew of it at all. I'm, I'm going out on a limb here and I'm guessing that quite a few of y'all don't even know or are not even aware of this, but I could be wrong. So the first one, and again, folks, I feel like I need to say this, uh, two great resources uh, that I use just almost every episode, folks, are the Patriot's Bible, which is New King James Version for those of y'all that are interested, and then this uh, encyclopedia of quotes on God and America book that I've talked about so often. Just phenomenal resources, folks. So this first one is from 1983, and it was October the 4th, 1982 is when this decision was actually made to declare 1983 the year of the Bible. So, not that long ago, really. 40 years, give or take. And this was by a joint, or this was a joint resolution by both the Senate and House of Representatives. And it was the second session of the 97th Congress in Washington, D.C. And so you can go, you can go and look this up. And I'm going to read through what they passed. And it's kind of phenomenal in light of the topics and discussion. Not topics, really, but the discussion today. We had a, we got one kitty cat. I've got both dogs now. And one of our fearless felines has come walking out of the jungle. So, this is Public Law 97. 280. Whereas the Bible, the Word of God, has made a unique contribution in shaping the United States as a distinctive and blessed nation and people. Whereas deeply held religious convictions springing from the Holy Scriptures led to the early settlement of our nation. Whereas biblical teachings inspired concepts of civil government that are contained in our Declaration of Independence and Constitution of the United States. Whereas many of our great leaders, great national leaders, among them Presidents Washington, Jackson, Lincoln, and Wilson, paid tribute to the surpassing influence of the Bible on our country's development, as in the words of President Jackson that the Bible is the rock on which our republic rests. Whereas the history of our nation clearly illustrates the value of voluntarily applying the teachings of the scriptures in the lives of individuals, families, and societies. Whereas this nation now faces great challenges that will test the nation as it has never been tested before. And whereas that renewing our knowledge of and faith in God through holy scriptures can strengthen us as a nation and a people. Now, therefore, be it. Resolved by the Senate and House of Representatives of the United States of America, assembled, that the President is authorized and requested to designate 1983 as a national year of the Bible in recognition of both the formative influence the Bible has been for our nation and our national need to study and apply the teachings of Holy Scripture. Thomas P. O'Neill, Speaker of the House, Strom Thurmond, President of the Senate, 
and then approved October 4th, 1982, Ronald Reagan. So there's a lot here, folks, in this, that both the Senate and the House, as they pass this, just that list, every time they said, whereas, if, you're, if that wording gets y'all a little off, folks, they're basically just saying, here's a point. Each time they're saying, here's a point. So they're saying that, you know, that first one, the Bible has made a unique contribution in shaping the United States, um, making us a blessed nation and people, that our religious convictions from the Holy Scriptures, that that's what led to the early settlement of the nation. And we talked about this recently, folks, with Christopher Columbus. You know, he's paid into such an evil person today, but a huge part of his coming here was to spread Christianity. And as we talked about for those three or four episodes recently, (laughs) he's definitely not near as malevolent as people, nor are the natives at that point, near as kind and, and moral and upright as so many people today want to pretend that they are. And so this is Congress both House and Senate acknowledging that, that our early settlement of the nation was dependent upon the Holy Scriptures, that the Bible is deeply tied, the concepts, into our civil government, including our Declaration and our Constitution, that so many of our great leaders, as we talk about on the show constantly, have paid tribute to the influence of the Bible. Right? It's a great quote by Jackson, whether you like the man or not. And we're going to talk about that again in a minute, folks, just because... We use a quote on here, and just because you find something out in the world today that you really like or approve of, that doesn't mean you're going to approve of everything that person says and does, right? But it doesn't mean you have to throw everything away just because you don't agree with them 100% of the time. Because if that was true, right, what would we do? We would throw away everything all the time because there's nobody that you agree with 100% of the time. Uh, But anyway, Jackson's quote about the Bible being the rock on which this republic rests. Um, The nation's clearly... Oh, this is a great one, folks. This one. The value of voluntarily applying the teachings of scriptures in the lives of individuals, families, and society. Folks, this is the whole deal about... When I say every other episode or so, you don't have to be Christian in order to be American. But we can't have America without a people that follow the teachings of Christ. This is the whole deal. And this has to be in our individual lives first. This is why the ballot box isn't going to solve our problems. And it hasn't. This is why it's gotten worse and worse and worse. Somebody said to me, I can't remember who was talking to me recently within the past few weeks. And they said, you know, it seems like every election for the last, geez, four or five cycles nationally, and I would really argue longer than that, It hasn't been that we've had a good choice and a bad choice. It's been that we've had a bad choice and a worse choice. Right? And and that's a problem. Because when you have a good choice and a bad choice, that means the, the decision's pretty clear or it ought to be for moral people. But when you have a bad choice and a worse choice, that means even if you pick the better of the two choices, you're still moving in the wrong direction as a whole. And that's definitely, you know, so many of us, we went through COVID and we go, oh God, just want to get back to normal. You heard that so often. I mean, across the country, parents talked about it, students talked about it, you know, politicians talked about it, the whole nine yards, just want to get back to normal. Just get me back to normal. Folks, normal is what got us in this mess to begin with. 
Normal is how we were spending more and more time on frivolous things, more and more time focused on sports, more and more time splitting our families up, running up and down the road in different directions, more and more time focused on sex and drugs and all the stuff that we see just filling culture. Even another gentleman I was talking to the other, other day just recently was talking about they can't even let their kids get on the kid version of YouTube or Netflix or whatever because there's so much garbage that comes in through that. You can't just turn it on. And of course, maybe this, we were talking about how this is probably more of a reflection on us, but you can't just turn it on and walk away and say, oh, well, those people, they, you know, they wouldn't put anything bad on here because this is kids YouTube or this is Netflix for kids. No, folks, you want to talk about sexual immorality, LGBTQ relationships. You want to talk about trying to normalize divorce and split families. You want to talk about just almost all kinds of inappropriate material and things that are going to hurt our children. You can just about find it on any of these quote kids unquote versions. So anyway, going back to this list that Congress passed, uh, we're talking about the value of voluntary. We've got to be voluntarily applying that, the teachings of scriptures in our lives. You can't force it, folks. It'll never work if it's forced. Nation faces great challenges. Yeah, we definitely, right now we're up against the wall, folks, and we're either going to, we really don't have any choice. It's either going to go real poorly for us as a country pretty fast, or, or we're going to have to get into a fight. And then the last one, stating that renewing our knowledge of and faith in God through Holy Scriptures can strengthen us as a nation and a people. That's so important. And, you know, Reagan talked about that in his quote about the strength of the nation is the strength of the family. If we don't have strong families, then we have a weak nation. And it's impossible to have strong families without having the principles of Christ at the core of those families. Real important to note here, folks, because there's going to be some people out there that are going to say they do. Uh, some of y'all, not y'all, but some people come at me from time to time saying, oh, well, you're just saying that there's no morality outside if you're not a Christian. No, that's not what I said. I said, if we don't follow the teachings of Christ. Now, personally, I think you've got to make a decision. And we've talked about there about faith in Christ or not. Every single one of us has to make that decision. Even ignoring that decision is making that decision. However, you have to be free to make that choice. And the point is, even if you decide that Jesus Christ is not the Son of God, which I would strongly recommend against, but even if you do, it is blatantly obvious that if we don't follow His principles in our families, that we have weak families and therefore a weak nation. All right, so running through that, just curious how many of y'all knew that or remembered that if you were around at that point. And then I want to go back now and read something that I have read before. And this is the one where I was talking about just because you read something or approve of a particular quote doesn't mean you necessarily approve of I just realized how much time had gone by. <laughs> doesn't necessarily mean that you approve of everything this person does. I'll tell you what, I'm going to read one. 
just because I think it's so important. And then we will, we'll come back to it. We'll try and get back to it on the next episode. So this is from Senator Robert Byrd. And I'm going to talk about why I made the comment about approving of everything or not in the next episode. We'll do that. But he goes through this list of, it's kind of like this joint resolution about the year of the Bible in 1983. He goes through this list of all these things that have affected our country and helped shape it and form it from God and the Bible. And I'll just read one and we'll come back to it. The phrase, in God we trust, appears opposite the President of the Senate, who is the Vice President of the United States. The same phrase, in large words, is inscribed in the marble backdrops of the Speaker of the House of Representatives. So, as I said, I don't want to keep you all any longer than I already have. And I sure do appreciate it. We'll come back to it. Hope you all have a wonderful rest of whatever is left of your day. Thank you all again for joining me. And wherever you can, folks, in whatever little way we each can, spread the truth. And even if, even if, as I say, you don't feel you're not that type A personality that just wants to get in other people's faces, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that at all. In fact, a lot of times that's better. But know in your heart and in your head, have this stuff in your mind so that when people out there on CNN or MSNBC or you hear some politician or some national educational leader, you know, some college professor that's got all these degrees or some Supreme Court justice talking about how this is not a Christian nation, you know that they're wrong and you know what the truth actually is because that makes a huge difference, huge difference. God bless y'all. God bless America. We will talk to y'all again real soon.